All right, here we are, Idiots on Parade podcast. Uh, it's Jake over there. How's it going? And we have a cell phone we're talking to today. We're, we, uh, so we're going to try and make this work. We have Brad Lowry on the line. And uh, Brad, tell everyone who you is. So my name is Brad Lowry. I'm the field development director for the Libertarian Party of Ohio. Uh, so basically I've taken my franchise and owner uh, experience. I own Ford Jimmy Johnson in Cincinnati. I bring that to the political world in order to set up a successful base for the Libertarian Party and the growth party and hopefully uh, start making positive changes. All right. So that basically means in the election in 2012, you were Gary Johnson's right-hand man in Ohio. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Gary Johnson uh, stated we had the best organized state in the entire country. Um, we were one of the top fundraisers for Gary Johnson. We had the most successful events for Gary Johnson. And now the swing states were Obama and Romney spent um, a fifth of their marketing budget in just three cities, Cincinnati, Richmond, and Tampa. Out of those three um, states, we actually had the highest voter turnout for swing states. So we're nice. very happy with the results we call here in Ohio. That's pretty cool. I mean, I was going to challenge you on that and say, do you think uh, Gary went to every state and told their head, like, hey, you were the best organized state, you were, you know, like, just to make everybody feel good? But I suppose if you had the highest fundraising, that pretty much uh, swings it in your honor, I would guess. Gary's an exceptionally honest guy. Um, there was a lady at one event, and it was a different state, but I heard it through a friend of mine who was there, and she stood up and she said, basically, Gary, I vote for you, but I really don't think you care about me as a person. And Gary looked at her and said, I don't care about you as a person. <laughs> you know, it's a thing that you know, never every met you. Yeah. is actually thinking. He says that he, he's overly honest. So when he says something like that, he truly doesn't mean it. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome because I see you know politicians kissing babies, and I know it's just glad handling. Yeah. I know that there's you know a, a disconnect that there's a you know like you you care you have empathy for them. Like if you hear like oh I lost my son, you're like oh well that's sad. I feel sad, but like overall you're like yeah I I don't fucking know you. I care more about my life because that's you know. Well, the, yeah, there's definitely something to be said. I've got a guy who doesn't just shamelessly pander to stupid people that ask stupid shit like that, you know, when people are, I don't know, trying to elect them as president. So yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, we, we talked about this a while ago during one of the, the, the town halls. During the town hall debate, uh, one question was asked, what are you going to do to lower gas prices? And both Romney and Obama had their pat answers. And it's like, they can't fucking do shit to lower gas prices. Yeah, they should have yeah. said that. They should have said... I'm the president. Corporations control the gas prices. If you really think I'm going to do anything, you're fucking retarded. But they couldn't say that. They couldn't say, this is a private industry. They had to like, well, we're going to drill more and we're going to do this. And it's like, yeah, as we talked about, they drill more, but now we're exporting oil. So it's like the prices haven't come down because the industry yeah. says, well, now we can make more money by exporting. Exactly. It, and it's with politicians today, you know, we're, they're so hell-bent on being the clean, perfect person and giving these responses that makes everyone feel good. And, you know, I really am starting to feel that a lot of people are getting tired of this, of the fakeness. And they, a lot of people just want real. They want to hear, if you can't do something, tell me. If you can, tell me what we can reasonably do. So that's one of the reasons I really fell behind Gary Johnson. Because I was sitting on the couch. As you tend to do a lot, because you're overweight. Because I know you personally. <laughs> yeah, can't make this... I love the couch. It's a lot easier than a gym. I can't make so, this too uh, uh, political or boring. You got to get some stabs in. We got to give people something to listen to. <laughs> I completely understand. But yeah, once you meet Gary, just a hell of a guy. He's an honest guy. They just so big fan of Gary. Well, 
here's the reason I specifically wanted to talk to you today is because uh, being the head of the Ohio Libertarian Party, this wasn't just going to supposed to be like a jerk off session. Not that, you know, like I want to promote you, but didn't want to like, yay, Brad, yay. But you specifically got targeted by a hate group recently. You went to a gay pride parade in Ohio and... Um, I don't really want to mention the website because I don't want to promote it. I don't want people, I don't want them to get hits. I don't want them to go look and see whatever website you're targeted on because fuck them. I don't want to draw attention to them. They don't deserve the attention. But you, your picture and your personal information was put on a website that is filled with, you know, guns and like extreme, extreme right-wing ideology and uh, like not just pro-America, but like masturbate to America and hate immigrants America, the, the kind that's really evil. What, what's that feel like to have made such an impression like that that they want to fucking kill you? Um, honestly, it's one of the prouder moments of my life. It tells me that I'm doing something right. <laughs> and you're, awesome. When I have a bunch of toothless rednecks in a basement somewhere screaming about Islam and, and I'm a, you know, a faggot and I'm supporting the faggot agenda and I'm supporting Sharia law, um, you know, almost a tears of joy welled up in my Absolutely, mind. man. On the flip side, um, they are definitely a hate organization on their website. They uh, talk about burning 3,000 grand. They talk about uh, killing Muslims. And just really hateful rhetoric. And, of course, they put my contact information up there, my name, and basically say, make sure he realizes we don't like this. It is a little disconcerting for the fact that, you know, you get a toothless redneck who's just terrified of the gays and the Muslims. Um, you don't know how someone like that's going to react. Well, you, so, if, if I'm, if I'm correct, and this is, this is lame, but you, you took your Facebook profile from public to friends only or private, right? Just to like sort of lay low a little bit. Like, all right, these guys are taking my personal information. Did you do that just to well, blow? They, Go ahead. Well, um, that was actually for my political page and they took my information, which I had on there. I did remove some information just for the fact that, you know, trying to scrub some things online. Um, trying to remove any real traces they could get to me. So thankfully, they just got my Google Voice number, so if necessary, I can block them. Um, but I did try to start scrubbing things and locking things down a little bit tighter because, you know, if they get laid off from their job at 7-Eleven, who knows how they're going to react. Well, see, this is this is where I want to start playing devil's advocate because uh, you, you are uh, promoting libertarianism and less government, and uh, one of the things they posted was you reaching out to the Muslim community saying, hey, I think Muslims are ripe for libertarianism. Now, they are afraid of Sharia law. You want less government. Who's to say that if you have less legislation, less government, you know, there wouldn't, I'm not saying Sharia law would be enacted on everybody, but if there's a Muslim community where the government would say, oh yeah, we'll back off and let you guys settle things on your own. I mean, look how that well that worked for the Catholic Church, where it's like, oh, you guys want to fuck boys? Well, you're the church, so we're going to let you do what you do. And then it only comes out later. You know, who's to say it's a good thing to allow more freedom when it comes to something as damaging as religion, not just Islam, but fucking all religions. I mean, look what happens with Scientology when those idiots run riot. Sure. Um, you know, the basis of liberty is the non-aggression principle, which is basically, I can't, you know, I'm not going to use force, coercion, or anything like that to get my point across. And it's the same thing with religion. If there's someone who's not a consenting person, you know, they're not agreeing to it, just like, you know, uh, two gay guys want to get married, and they're consenting, then there really is no issue with that. Yeah, but that, that's you're you're, to, you're you're giving a political answer. You're sidestepping. You're saying I'm saying you want to have allow people to have more freedom. So who is to say that giving 
religion more freedom or people more freedom to dictate their own rules, ideas, or laws would not open up the idea that these idiots are afraid of. Like, okay, you have a Muslim community in Dearborn, Michigan. Well, we don't believe in the federal government. You know, now the federal government says we can do what we want. Let's institute Sharia law just on our little people, our little sect. Is that something you want going on in America? Do you want, you know, them to force women to wear burqas in America? They say, oh, it's the woman's choice, but that's bullshit. That's, you know, that's, that's incomplete bullshit. Sure, some women choose, but other women choose to do it because they'll get the shit kicked out of them if they don't. Absolutely, I mean, it's still a concerning thing. Um, as an atheist, I'm not saying of any organized religion, but I'm also very aware of the fact that a government that's powerful enough to tell someone, you know, you can't do these things can also be co-opted by Christians to tell me I can't be an atheist. So, um, you know, with liberty, there's always going to be a little bit of, you know, this isn't the perfect solution, but there really is no perfect solution. Do I want uh, an Islam community practicing Sharia law in Dearborn, Michigan? I personally don't. But that's what the community's choice is, and everyone in the community agrees to it, and the representatives are okay with it. You know, it's part of freedom. And, you know, it's definitely not something I'm a fan of, but I would never prevent a community from uh, setting the standards which they want to live in, assuming everyone's consenting. Well, but see, that, that's the problem with consenting, though. If you have women that are subjugated, or you go to Utah, where polygamy used to be the norm, where... You know, you would take these kids and kidnap them and, you know, have marry them off at 14. Are you saying a 14-year-old is consenting because the town elders are consenting? Like, well, this is what the community decides. No, the federal government steps in and, you know, says, this is fucking wrong. Sure, I mean, at one point you do have to draw the line in the sand on age. You know, and we've agreed to 18 as a, as a nation. I think that's a pretty good point. Uh, you know, pretty good point in the sand as far as, you know, 18 is a consenting adult. But I'm always concerned with the government that's powerful enough to make those decisions is also powerful enough to restrict the way we want to live, which could be, you know, uh, the Christian organization, Christian churches, which was co-opted the GOP back in the late 80s, early 90s, which really started this anti-abortion, uh, anti-gay rights movement. Well, um, to interrupt you quickly, you do, you do understand that uh, abortion and gays really hurt the economy. That's the, the point behind the fiscal conservative right, is if you squish abortion and you, allow, and you disavow gays any rights, the economy's going to explode. That's just, that's just you know, Keynesian econ well, economics yeah, right that's, there. That's just Jesus punishing us. So, I mean, that just makes sense. <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> no, I love, the, the thing that I loved about, because uh, uh, I, 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 Tim will gave me the link to the, the, the page that they have you up on there. And I, I loved reading through that thing because the whole thing was like, he's pro-Islam and he's pro-gay. And, you know, it, we hate queers and we hate towelheads. And then at, all the way at the bottom, they got a picture of like, uh, I, I don't know, like an Islamic country, like hanging gay people. And they're like, well, see, the worst thing about Islam is that they're homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is what Islam, this is what they do to gays. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want to do to gays, and, but, you know, we want to kill some Americans. Yeah. We want, only Americans should kill American fags, not Islamo. Right, and yeah. I love, the thing that I loved about that website is it pointed out the hypocrisy of that whole, you know, right-wing, pro-Jesus, but anti-Muhammad thing. And that's that, like, all, you know, like, both of those religions and, and Judaism kind of stem from the same tree. Well, no, they do. They, they and, all worship the same God. Yeah. That's what people, they think They think God and Allah are two separate right. worshipped but beings. But, like, the right wing. But they're all what, Islamic Muslims over there. and Christians worship the yeah. exact same God. Right. 
they just worship from in a different way, and that's why they think it's different. And that's why you have Sunni and Shia Muslims that right. you know, hate each other because you know they split. Oh, it's but really, I love it because the right silly. wing it just it just it's almost as if they pointed out that the the really far right wing Islamic nut jobs over there who are doing things like hanging gay people and stoning yeah. women to death, running planes in the building, whatever. They're basically that website. Yeah. Of over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the Taliban wears crosses in this country, and that's the Taliban's yeah. website. You know, I, I just, I loved it. That but whole this, thing. This is something you and I talked about, uh, I don't remember, a couple weeks ago. We said that power is where you are. We talked about how everybody, in, like in Portland, Oregon, will say, oh man, I'm a Buddhist because Buddhism is so peaceful. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was an article in either Bloomberg Business Week or Time uh, recently where there is a Buddhist monk in Burma who is like a Taliban leader, except for Buddhism, <laughs> he's calling, he is actively out no, there I've saying, heard it, kill Muslims, like that, you yeah. have to stone, and yep. there is Buddhist on Muslim violence in Burma right now, and you think of Buddhists as the Dalai Lama and the most peaceful, but it's like, that's because we're not close enough to the situation yeah, when you yeah. get there. Like you said, someone in power is still calling for hatred against right. another sect. But let's let's here the thing about this website I found interesting. Brad is is it's full of guns, which uh, Jake is a gun fan. I enjoy shooting them, but like you, fucking love guns to the point where I masturbate to porn involving females. You fucking pick up <laughs> guns and ammo magazine and like look at that Glock. Oh, it's like your penis is an innie. It's so small. To, do you do you agree with these idiots on any level? Because you are uh, f- f- like. When I say you're pro-guns, uh, define that. What do you mean you're pro-Second Amendment? Do you believe in, like, background searches before someone should be able to buy a gun? Or do you think you should be able to walk into a store and buy a gun like you buy a pack of gum? And I know you're not going to like this answer because it is a two-sided answer. Um, I, I realize we live in a country of people with very different viewpoints. So I have no problem with common sense background search, you know, checking down on someone to make sure that, you know, you're eligible, you know, you're sane enough to own a gun. In my perfect utopia where, you know, I'm king and I get to make the rules, then absolutely I do. I should not need some type of permission to let the own a gun or you know, purchase a gun. But once again, that's in my perfect utopia where I'm king and women find me attractive and not short and fat. So <laughs> outside of that, you know, common sense background, background checks, I think everyone can get behind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to get to the point where, you know, you have to go interview with a, uh, state-approved psychologist, because once again, I think that's just a little too much. But you know, let's look at your background. Are you a violent person? Uh, have you have you been put in jail for domestic violence? If so, that's probably not the right choice for your felon, things like that. Um, assuming it was a, a, a violent crime, if it's a non-violent offense such as you know drugs, then I have no problem with them owning a gun. Well, let's uh, uh, just like. You said something interesting. They shouldn't have to be interviewed by a state uh, psychologist, and I'm not sure what the policy is on, like, how they do background checks or what... I mean, maybe it's just a background check to show that if you have something in your history, but um, who? what was the name of the, the kid that uh, shot up uh, Colorado, the, the Batman premiere? Do you remember his name? Uh, uh, was James... Well, he, he, uh, this, this is where I'm going with this, is how do you feel about information sharing? Because he applied to be a student at the University of Iowa. I'm not sure to what level. Maybe it was graduate program. I'm not positive. But either way, he was interviewed, and they said, whoa, we do not want this guy here. He is fucking crazy. And 
Uh, Which is surprising because they'll take anybody, man. Yeah, well, and so they, 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 there was something where they tried to share that information or they knew they couldn't because they would get sued. And then there was another one where here, uh, where I live in North Liberty in a trailer park, shocking trailer park, a guy went nuts and shot a couple of cops. And it turned out that when he applied for the gun, uh, the, again, the university had interviewed him as a student or something and said, whoa, this, this fucker should not be allowed near any guns. But... Either they couldn't turn that information over because they could get sued by him, like, oh, you prevented me from owning a gun, owning a gun. so he got the gun, and then he, you know, got in a domestic dispute with his wife or girlfriend and shot up the place and shot at cops. So how do you feel about information sharing, then? If, like, I have no problem with information sharing, assuming there's a ability for them to rectify that. So let's say he goes and gets interviewed by the university, and they say, this guy just simply is not sane. And he goes and applies to get a gun, and he says, hey, listen, you have an issue you need to go see a psychologist or talk to someone. And he goes to the proper staff, you know, that's certified psychologist or someone who's a professional looks at him and says, okay, maybe you've grown past your issues or maybe you really didn't have a problem. As long as there are ways for them to go through the steps and eventually get a firearm, assuming they're actually sane, then I'm completely okay with that. Uh, but on the flip side, if they just say, hey, you're, you're fucking nut job, well, yes, we want to keep guns away from this individual. And that's where information sharing should be in order to keep guns from these individuals, because there have been several incidents where there's been, I think the kid out in Virginia Tech had some warning signs, too, um, saying that basically this guy should never be allowed anywhere near a weapon because he's a danger to himself and other people. Uh, That's the stuff we need to be able to prevent. Now, a sane person like myself walking into a gun store, I should not have any issues purchasing a handgun because I'm sane and reasonable. But we want to make sure we're trying to find the people who are not sane and reasonable. So by you saying you saying you're reasonable, they pull up Brad Lowry. You have a clean record, except for like fucking excessive speeding tickets, and uh, <laughs> and it says, oh, okay, yeah, he's got nothing, so sell him the gun right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think sounds fair enough. As long, like I said, if if there is a database, but that's the problem is, uh, I think the NRA fights against the database that says we don't want anybody collecting information. If I'm, if I'm, yeah, yeah. no, they 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 do, um, and I actually changed my. My views on the uh, the background check thing. I don't think that the federal government should should be able to to make states have background checks just because if if I live in a state that already isn't making people have background checks before you give them a gun, I'm guessing that's probably not the only thing wrong with that state. And so that's my sign that maybe I should move to a better one where they make sure you're not crazy or a felon before they give you a gun. You know, that could be a big red flag for me. But I, I totally agree with you 100% on uh, the background check thing. I'm, I'm pretty uh, pro-gun when it comes to most things, but background checks, I think that's where the NRA kind of goes off the deep end. Jake Jake owns a handful. But, uh, okay, let's switch gears. Let's talk current topics. Again, libertarianism is about smaller government. Um, how do you feel about the Supreme Court, what they did to the Voters' Right Act? Do you think states should have the rights there? Because they took a handful of southern states and said, oh, you know what, uh, life is better now for black people. You can uh, legislate your own voting rights. Go ahead, go nuts. And the very first thing Texas did was start redrawing districts to disenfranchise black votes. Do you think the federal government has a right to tell states, or at least certain states that have proved, proven themselves unworthy, that, you know, like, hey, you guys are kind of assholes when it comes to minorities, we need to be big brother. How do you feel about the Supreme Court decision on the Voters' Right Act when they shot it down? Uh, and at its core, I, I am in favor of that decision. Gerrymandering is really a systematic issue where 80% of districts are gerrymandered to the point where it doesn't matter what you run 
or who you run if you have the right letter behind your name. In the right sections of Ohio, and the same with any other state, I can run Satan himself as a Republican in the heaviest uh, Christian district in that state, and Satan will win as Republican. So I think the gerrymandering issue itself as a whole needs to be addressed. Okay, well, I think i got to interrupt you because I think you're looking at it the wrong way. That is certain districts, yes, but what they do is they go into districts that right now have a heavy black population or a Latino, that's what's happening in Texas, and they're redrawing the lines so that there are more white votes, more that would lean Republican, so that if the black vote used to be 80% of a district, well, that gets broken up and absorbed by several surrounding districts where the vote is, say, 70, 80 percent white. So suddenly instead of having one block where a Democrat, uh, and it doesn't matter, you know, I suppose you, this could do the reverse, but it doesn't to where a Republican or white vote gets eliminated, it gets reduced to the point where the black vote who tends to vote Democrat, Demo- uh, Democrat is eliminated. It's, it's wiped out. It'll still count in a presidential election, but when it comes to Congress, uh, it, the districts get redrawn and their vote gets eliminated. Well, that happens in every state regardless of race. We, uh, it depends on who's in power, the Democrats or the Republicans. No, you, you would never, yeah. you have not seen Ohio, any examples of Whitey Master losing his vote. Gerrymanders the point, depending on who's on power. Um, it, it's the nature of the beast. Gerrymandering is just a huge issue where the people in power... No one is going into Beverly Hills and redrawing the district so that uh, part of Watts are in it. No, it doesn't happen to, to rich white votes. It doesn't. You are... Absolutely talking out your ass. Maybe, maybe poor white trash. We just had a district mastery drawn. It was the most absurd thing ever done. We actually had an initiative on the ballot in 2012, which unfortunately got defeated, which wanted an unbiased group of people to go in there and to draw maps. And the way they do it now is so absurd in the state of Ohio. It is literally who's in power, where they chunk out the most wins possible for them. It's a sickening system. So do you think the federal government should be able to come in and put their foot down and say, all right, here's equality because you fuckers are doing it, you know, just to keep little states' powers? If the federal government could do it in a way where it was actually drawn fairly and without bias to either party, I would absolutely have no problem with that. But my concern is always, you know, who's in power and who gets to make that decision, who gets to draw the line. Now, here's a question for you personally. Almost everything, well, pretty much everything you've said has been very reasonable and logical, even when you say in a perfect world, and I don't understand this, how often do you piss off, I mean, not just right-wing hate groups, but so-called purist libertarians that would take your answers where you say, well, reasonably, yes, this has to happen, or and then they just go, no, fuck you, libertarians about anarchy. How often do you piss off your own party? Uh, it depends on the state I'm in. In the state of Ohio, we've done a fantastic job of weeding those people out. We've grown enough where we've silenced their viewpoints and they're the purists that, you know, sitting there, they'll disagree with me to the day, to the end of the day, because I'm not an anarchist. Now, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You said you weeded those people out. You're the guy that posted on either your page or the Libertarian page several months ago that, you know what, if Glenn Beck wants to join the Libertarian Party, let's welcome him and his followers. His followers are all fucking wingnut shit brains. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I have a I memory, motherfucker. I welcome Glenn back to the party. If he's willing to sit down and have a conversation and start steering his, steering his message more towards the libertarian message, which he's done slightly, but not nearly enough. 
But if he would be willing to embrace that message and talk to people like Gary Johnson, you know, our national chair, and start embracing a realistic viewpoint, then absolutely I want him on board. If he's just using the term to use the term, then I do not want him using the term because it misleads people on what a libertarian actually is. Because I talk to people who are like, oh, you're a right, right-wing nut job. I'm like, well, actually, no, I'm very pro-peace. I'm, you know, I, I don't hate gay people. I don't hate brown people. Uh, you know, like, oh, how dare you not hate brown people? Like, well, I'm not a member of the Tea Party. So, do you, do you, you at least time. do you at least subjugate women? Can you tell us that? Come on, give us something to work with here. <laughs> and and just in the bedroom, you know, outside of that, that's just uh, nowhere else. No, I, I think that's awesome, man. Because I, that was I, I, I tend to be uh, kind kind of aligned with with the Libertarian Party on a lot of things. But I, I, I noticed, you know, during the last election, that that kind of seemed to just just bite them in the ass in in some ways, as they would have these fringe groups that they would just kind of let, you know, attach themselves to them in, in certain areas, you know, and and uh, yeah. I don't know if they were doing it for votes or, or whatever. I mean, you need numbers, of course, but. But and then, you know, stuff would come out like there was that thing with Ron Paul where there was some letters from like back in the 70s yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That, and then somebody else put a letter on there. But it was like really, really, you know, anti-race. And they were aligning themselves with the Libertarian Party to basically be like, well, if the federal government didn't step in, we could persecute the hell out of black people. You know what I mean? And it wasn't him, but it was just the fact that he didn't do a good enough job in the, in the early years or, or whatever of just, you know, distancing himself yeah. from those fringe groups that attach him. And, and it sounds like, you know, you you got a good uh, sense of that. And that, that's great, man. That's here, here, awesome to see. Here would be my take on the problem with Ron Paul is... Uh, hey, I, I would... uh, Nathan, real quick, this is going to make you very happy. I just saw this on Facebook. Toby Beast. Toby Keith's tour bus just caught on fire on, in Indiana. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> good day for he was uh, driving home from Wisconsin. He was, uh, I was just performing in Wisconsin, and he was 20 miles away at Country Fest USA. And during either his performance, but the night of his performance, uh, probably, I don't know, before or after, while I was on stage, you could hear the biggest cloudburst and hail come raining down. I mean, it was pounding the roof of the comedy club. And this is an outdoor festival that where Toby Keith was playing. And I just started laughing and said to the audience, I'm like, wow, God hates country music. He's sure pissing on it. And they, I mean, so yeah, he's coming back from wherever. I don't have anything against Toby Keith. He's kind of a fun guy. He has a sense of humor about himself. Um, oh, shit, I got distracted from what I was going to say. The Oh, Ron Paul. This is my problem with Ron Paul. I don't think you have to go uh, 30 years into the past to pull anything up on Ron Paul to say he's bad. I think all you have to do is look at Rand Paul and say, wow, if Ron raised such a shithead son, that's where my problem is. Like, if if, if he raised Rand to be such an a, a idiot, then fucking, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I trust his politics either. All right, we got, like... Two minutes if you want to make a closing statement. Jake can make a statement. But, uh, Brad, if you had one or two minutes to go, fire something off. And it doesn't have to be fucking political jerk-off talking points. <laughs> uh, I will always stand against bigotry. Those uh, rednecks called me up for a half hour and just rolled on me for you know, supporting Islam or supporting you know, oh, shit. homophobic. i got to interrupt you. Wait, wait. They, you were on? I, I didn't know that they called you and, and you talked on their program. I thought they just pulled your shit off and talked about you. You you actually talked oh, to... I don't, know. I don't know if I was on the program, but yeah, they gave me a phone call. Three, uh, three or four of them called me up, and it was just a screaming rage about oh, wow. Islam and you know how I'm doing this country to hell because I'm supporting the, the homosexual agenda, et cetera, et cetera. Have you it ever thought about just trolling them? Pure rage. Have you ever thought about just trolling them and, and just messing with them? Like the people that call you up from, you know, your, your contact info being on the website, just, I, I don't know, telling them weird shit. Like, well, yeah, I, 
I support Islam because I want them to overthrow your evil Christian value. You know what I mean? And just play into their whole wild yeah, fear. Really piss them and, off. And just say such crazy shit that no one but them would think that you were serious. You know what I mean? And just troll the hell out of them. <laughs> That's what Jake wow. is going to do. If, if this is how this ends, uh, Jake has said he wants to start listening to that website and calling them up and like... Fucking going after him. No, so. they they gotta they gotta contact us. I want to just put shit on there like, this is my name. I make a fake name and be like, I'm oh. <laughs> I'm I'm attracted to men who believe in freedom and hate Islam and shit like that. You know what I mean? And just fucking I troll can't wait them. To put your big cock in my mouth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Fill yeah. me with hot salty freedom. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. I want to stay the fuck away from them. They scare me. All right, Brad. Thanks for uh, being on. I'm gonna hit stop on this. Say goodbye, Jake. Take it easy. Uh, Good meeting you, man. Thanks, thanks for listening, everyone.